clock out. Of Wildean's house. Continues our conversation about, as a fan, if the ownership of the team matters to you, as long as those owners, whatever allegedly they may or may not have done, are spending on the roster and your team is winning. So, Tausch, before we get to calls, again, 800-990-3776, 800-990-3776. You are a Bucks fan. You do care about the Bucks. I do, yes. There are some people that work for the Bucks or are minority owners of the Bucks that I care about. So, does this concern you from the perspective of the Haslams and the Browns, or does this concern you from the questionable dealings that you can Google and find out more about from Pilot Flying J? No, for me, it's both. I, I think the the way that all played out with the Browns and how you know a lot of people went to jail and a lot of people were, you know, I don't even know if you say allegedly, the court kind of ruled on it. Uh, but I'll say allegedly just because I don't feel like dealing with it. it. You you see that and you think, oh God, that is that sucks and it's not that's not great. So you kind of don't really care because I don't care about the Browns as a football team. And if they want to handle, that's fine. And then I saw this report a couple weeks ago. And I was like, oh, I don't know what. I, I just it just gave me kind of that reaction. And then you look at the because. It still comes down to winning because for the Bucks, you could have Herb Cole was the greatest guy, like a philanthropist, nice guy. He's got the, right. He's done a lot of great stuff, and I don't think anybody had. You know, he was he made a bunch of money. Everybody, but they stunk, and the team was going to move. Indeed, and they all of a sudden, it's, so for the city of Milwaukee, you want you want to be good. You want that to be uh, the seeing the Deer District bouncing and all that really all of that stuff is great and you want that so i think listening back and uh, when eric was on eric name was on and just talking about the challenges moving forward with this roster and it's getting older and you're going to be paying luxury tax and he said it jimmy Adams was richer than what right. lasry is and you're going to be more apt to keep a brook lopez or to continue to keep that wheel rolling, and I, that's what, in the end, fans care about. And I don't blame them. I want to win. I want to see our team win. I would love it if it was everything, if it was community-based. And all, like That would be fantastic. Now, on the flip side of this, maybe this also Milwaukee will even do more. The Bucks have done a great job getting in the community. Maybe they'll do more when they have more resources and more revenue. I... That I don't know. The bottom line is, if he has a big say and it goes any way the way that the Cleveland Browns have gone, that's where I think people are going to be the most upset, more so than any Flying J pilot and all of the stuff that you can Google and look and do your own research on. It really comes down to, I don't want the Milwaukee Bucks to fall back into where we were, you know, what, 2010 till Giannis got here. That's the air. I don't want any of that. And that's where I think the city of Milwaukee, the state of Wisconsin, and Bucks fans as a whole are like, I don't 
That's the reason you should be most trepidatious. The other stuff should also give you pause. Don't think that's going to matter. It's what does that look like moving forward for this ownership group? And if you're not concerned about it, fine. I am going to be. How much of this do we think is based on the fact that as it currently stands, there's more than one person sitting on the governor, the board of governors for the Bucks, and there's sort there's certain uncertainties based on what percentages of ownership and how much say each person has. Like it, it's it's hard to get outraged at something when at this point it kind of feels like it's someone just with money versus somebody who's taking full governorship of it. Now I think. The outrage might come in a lot more if this makes its way towards a 100% governorship of the Milwaukee Bucks. Like, if this makes its way into, because I mean, they're not, nobody is a Milwaukee person here that's buying stake in it. So to assume that they're, that uh, Edens is here forever and is keeping his stake, I don't think you can do that. And I think it becomes a bigger concern if it goes that way. I would say I this. I thought of that. Yes, I, I, I did. And oh, I, so you're thinking Jimmy Haslam, if he buys 100% of the team, oh, then I'm really, ugh, then I'm really concerned. But I don't think that's going to happen. Uh, and they have Pfizer for him. So the, you're not, your concern is not someone else will swoop in and then they're going to move to Omaha or whatever either. I mean, I, look, there's a bunch of layers to this that are disconcerting, I think. Because things had been, again, there may have been things behind the scenes that we didn't know about, right, that were concerning. But as far as we could tell in the, and we don't follow them as closely as Eric, it's Eric's job as the sports writer of the year to follow the Bucks closely. But whatever the dynamic was, seemed to be working okay. They won a championship, and they're in position to win another one with where they're at this season. 800-990-3776. Let's get to a couple of calls. Let's start with Jimmy in Belgium. Bel- 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 Belgium. Good morning. Uh, Jimmy, good morning. How are you? Good morning. Happy Monday, Scuba Steve Day. So I got I just. I don't know if you guys went over this or not, but at the end of the day, what do the players think? Um, because these guys are going to be signing the ink to the check. And what what state is Giannis going to have now? So I'm just going to hang up and let you guys uh, give me your view on that. Thank you. Well, thanks for the call, Jimmy. Um, All right, a couple of things to the small thing that Jimmy said, you know, the Giannis idea and how he feels about it. Again, I would think that players are not all that different than fans. They certainly want a relationship with their boss and all the other stuff. But the bottom line is, are you going to pay me? And are you going to pay my guys so we can keep winning and make the right decisions, right? I think, obviously, that's the biggest component. But there's also, you don't know, you know, Giannis obviously has been happy in Milwaukee. How was his relationship with Laz? That's why, again, Change is inevitable, and as Luke Fickle said, it's you either adapt and grow with it or you don't. I think I misquoted Fickle there, but you get the gist of what I'm trying to say. (laughs) You have to grow, and when you bring something, when you make a big move, and there's a change in ownership, uh, governorship, you have to 
Look at it and inspect it. and inve- Don't just say, oh, yeah, well, that'll be great. Is it? Is it going to be great? What is that relationship with Giannis and You're Lazary right. compared to what it was with Lazary or with Edens and Giannis? That's a question I'd want to know as the as a fan base and everything else because for as much as we love Middleton and all this other Giannis is the linchpin. If Giannis leaves, all of a sudden you got a whole then then all of a sudden I care a lot more about Jimmy Haslam's team building. Because nice. right now this is easy. You write a fat check, hey, yeah, come on in, pay, bring that big fat checkbook and just pay and don't do anything. You know what rich people that write big checks like? They like Power. having say. They like having a say in what's going on. They don't want to just say, oh, yeah, oh boy, uh, yeah, give me another check for Fitty to pay this luxury tax. We like that fat checkbook, and that's kind of what I was hearing Eric Name say. I don't want to put words in Namer's mouth, but that's what I heard. I don't think people that write checks for $900 million are just, oh, you need some more? Okay, great. great. Oh, yep, no, that's cool. Cool with me. There's always more to it. And mm-hmm. there's a reason he bought in. And it ain't to probably just be a wallflower. That's my take. I don't know, but just in human, if human nature, which Very human take. nature plays with athletes and with owners, it's not, oh, these guys are warriors. They're human. They like power. They like having dictation on what happens when you write that check. I'd be careful. Let's get to another call, 800-990-3776. Let's talk to Sean in Milwaukee. Sean, good morning. Welcome to Roldy and Tausch. How are you, buddy? Good, good. Good morning, guys. Hey, listen, I'm a lifelong Bucks fan. I was here when Luau Center slash Abdul-Jabbar was here. And uh, my biggest concern as a fan is, uh, where we stand uh, in, in reference to this guy decides somewhere down the road to move the franchise. He's always been here in Milwaukee. He was founded here in Milwaukee. Right. And Perico uh, went to great lengths to make sure that it would always be a Milwaukee franchise. We start changing leadership, and we see opportunities in other states for uh, financially beneficial to you as a, uh, a owner and uh, could very well see and pulling up stakes and over and that would be devastating to our community. The resources that they bring to the city uh, and all of the things they did down there in their district uh, has brought significant uh, uh, people to take notice of what we've done. So you know, my right. biggest concern as a fan, I love what they do on the court, but more importantly is that we got some stability in reference to that, making sure that Milwaukee Bucks are always the Milwaukee Bucks. So, Sean, you're you're a lifelong Milwaukeean. You, you just said you go back to when Jabbar was here. So, is this something yeah. that you're you're allowing to enter your concern and your thought process now, or because I, I I'll say this: when Herb Cole sells the team and makes it a priority that even guys coming from New York are going to keep the team here, that's great. But to your point. Is that does that translate to the next person who's buying in? Does that translate to Jimmy Haslam? I don't think we come that comes with any guarantees. So I think it's oh, I, I think it's a legitimate that. concern I, for you to have. But that's my that's my concern. That's my concern. Yeah. Because again, I mean, uh, these guys are in it for the money, and if they can move it to L.A. or to Florida somewhere where they know they can bring in the revenue, they look to generate. Hey, uh, 
Seattle, Washington, calling the Milwaukee Starbucks or the Seattle Starbucks. Oh, that's clever. Uh, that's, actually, that's actually pretty good. <laughs> that's the most clever Hopefully thing. Hopefully that doesn't happen. But that's Me too. I, that's what I'm hoping, but you can't say these are business owners. They make these kind right? of acquisitions on a regular basis, and they make moves to, again, benefit their bottom line. It's not always right? about uh, being loyal to a city. It's more about nope, being loyal not. to their pocketbook. Yeah, there's... You're, you're, you're right, Sean. We appreciate the call. And thanks for your so, loyalty to the show, by the way. Yeah, Sean, I think that part of it I'm not worried about because I'm guessing, and again, I am not looking over all of these leases and what they did with the tax breaks to get Pfizer built. I'm not. A big piece of what Lazary and Edens and everybody, it was that real estate around it. I don't think leaving Milwaukee is the – that is not with the Haslam piece of it. That's not my concern because there's stuff tied in. It, they're tied deeply here. I they, sure they, hope so. I hope you're right. The stadium is what five, six years old, whatever Fiserv is. Uh, that is nothing to concern yourself. At least for another twenty years would be my guess. So I ain't worried about that. There are a lot of other things I'm worried about. That ain't one of them. But the Seattle Starbucks, ooh, that scares me. <laughs> that was really clever. Was I mean, I'm, again, not 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 rooting for that to occur. All right, so. Where did we land on this? Because I, uh, again, here's where we landed. I think I, I'm going to speak for myself and l- listening mm-hmm. to the callers and kind of seeing what text all this other stuff. Uh, I think we have to be skeptical. I don't want this to be a rubber stamp. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, the money is going to be the valuation, all of that capitalism, no problem. It's. What is Haslam about? What is his motivation? Why he's doing it? What role? But the bottom line is, if he can help keep this roster together with that influx of cash that will go into the luxury tax, I think fans are going to be okay with it. All the other stuff is second, third, and fourth on the list. You're going to keep Giannis? Are you going to continue to build this championship team and let the wheels on this bus fall off? Just like you're doing with Rodgers, I think that's what Wisconsin sports fans are hoping for. And Jimmy Haslam has more money and will spend it to allow that to happen. If that's the case, I don't think you're going to hear a ton of pushback from Bucks fans. That's what I learned today. I know you're not going to crack one open now, but it does seem like you might need to chill a little bit given your concern level about today's news about the ownership group. I well, know how you can Coors do that. Well, will always help me just chill and relax. And Coors Light is brewed with a three-step cold process. It's cold lagered, cold filtered, and it is cold packaged, so it is made to chill. Born in the Rocky Mountains of Colorado. In 1978, Coors Light is refreshing. It is crisp. It's only 102 calories. That's why it is Coors Light in my hand when I need a moment to chill. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Matt LaFleur and the Packers coaching staff skipping the NFL scouting combine. They're not the only coaching staff to do it. They're not the first coaching staff to do it. I know a guy who went to the scouting combine once upon a time. I mean, I went too, but I know Uh one who went as a prospect. Curious what he thinks about the coaching staff skipping the scouting combine. Tausch will tell us what he thinks next. It's Wilde and Tausch.
Tausch was Mike Sherman in your Packers interview with the scouting combine? Didn't get interviewed by the Packers at the scouting combine. What? Uh, yeah, I don't think I did. Who who did interview you? Do you remember? Uh, I'll tell you a fun story about that. I was down yeah, I there, and stories. it's the old train, uh, you know, the old train depot. depot mm-hmm. Where you would walk around, and the you know NFL basically had the whole deal, and. You'd go and you'd get you know, met with the Giants and some other teams, and maybe I did. I know um, maybe I did meet with the Packers. It was quick, but you wanted to go, and I was excited. I got invited to the combine. I didn't think I right. would. I did, and you got all this merch, Swag City USA, man. They give stuff out, and it was, and I won't say what team because I don't remember. But I remember I was like, God, I want to get some swag because you give the swag you get. And I was always a big Dolphins fan when I was growing up. I loved Dan Marino for a stretch, uh, Packers fan. And I wanted to get, because of the colors of the team, I wanted to get some swag. And I thought every team was going to interview you. I just thought, oh, you go around and bing, 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 bing. Uh, and back then it wasn't as structured as it is now. It was more... Somebody would right. grab you, and they'd pull you in a room. Now there's like, well, you're going to be here at 1015. You're going to be there at 1030. You're going to go over place. And I really wanted to get some swag, and the team's like, no, we don't really want to see you. <laughs> and it kind of hurt my feelings a little bit. I'm not going to lie oh, to you. I was kind of bummed. They're not even that sensitive they, they of a guy. Wanna, they didn't want to meet with me. I'm here. It's mostly just linemen rolling around, running through. But you go through, and I think the combine is – I think it's going to continue to change. I think it's going to evolve into the players' union has already mentioned that they don't want to do this anymore. They want to spread this out and just basically have these teams come to the workouts where the players are going to feel a lot more comfortable. They're not going to get prodded and picked at like they do now. Uh, so I think you're going to see more and more star players. You already have seen more guys that are going to get drafted early, not run, not do the workouts at actual at Indy because they'll be faster on their home turfs and not have doctors uh, go through all of it there. They can look through their files and look at it when they come in at their pro days. It's interesting because – the NFL has always pushed to make sure the combine stays in play when the CBA right. ends. The no combine doubt. is always a piece of that because it's such a critical part for the NFL. I think you're going to see more and more pushback and tr- the players, as we've seen with Netflix and some of these other streaming services, chronicle and document this more so they can reap some of the benefits of it in comparison to the league. It's an interesting battle that I think you're going to see more and more of as the CBA continues to unwind. So having been a player rep and understanding that if you are a most likely... I can't believe the Washington football team didn't want to sit down with me and do an interview. I can't believe it. I'm still bummed. Wait a minute. I thought you weren't going to say who it was. Well, I decided to say it. And then uh, I'm still kind of bummed that they did. Maroon and yellow fan? he thought you like their colors i like the hogs how'd you not like you wanted to be a hog joe jacoby Uh, tauscher 
I just wanted everybody to want me. And uh, that wasn't the case. Can you? I want you to want. Were me. you? Did you approach them and say, "Hey, do you want to chit chat?" Or how did this? Hey, no, I mean, you literally are walking out. You're walking out, and you're you know you're. They give you they give you a hat and a sweatshirt or something, and and, and it's cool because you know you can give some. It's just it's a fun deal, and you're walking, and they're they're basically just sweets in the. I don't know if it's the hotel or the RCA dome at the time. I don't remember what it was because yep. it was, it was. This whole thing is instilled to let you see how guys react to long work days and stressful situations. They do it to you. And that's why they do it, and that's why the Players Association, I believe, is pushing back because it's not letting you always put your best foot forward. I I just was walking through. I was like, oh, I'd like to get some of that gear. Well, Lenny's a a Washington football team Redskins fan at the time, and he's a fan. Let's do that. Well, it's they must have only had a certain amount of merch, or they didn't want to give old boy any of that good merch to bring back. And ironically, the New York Giants gave me this red, uh, really soft um, sweatshirt that uh-huh. I liked. And I actually, after the Packers drafted me, I still wore it up to a mini camp. And somebody's like, "What are you doing? You can't wear another team's <laughs> merch in our building." And so, yeah, I guess that probably makes sense. So I had to give that away. Kind of a bummer. That was a great soft. That's back in the old days when it was, you know, all this stuff wasn't so nice and buttery soft. It was more harsh. That was one of my favorite pieces of combined merch that I got. And then you sold it at Eddie Lacy's rummage sale because the league comes at you fast. Um, So is this a big deal? Little deal, no deal at all that the coaches aren't going. Like, I, I've had some people, some Packers fans who are like, well, they're 8 and 9, maybe you should be getting all the information you can get. Now, Matt LaFleur is not the only head coach who's not going. This actually started shortly after the COVID year, where a number of teams stopped sending their entire coaching staffs. I thought of it from a different perspective, which was, if Goody's not going to listen to my input anyway, what the hell do I have to go for? I might as well work on the offense. I have to admit, that's what I thought, too. Uh, I don't know. You have all offseason, and unfortunately, you didn't even make the playoffs. When there's seven teams from uh-huh. your conference that make it, you didn't. You had three or four extra weeks on the Philadelphia Eagles and 49ers, Cowboys. I find it very odd when you can get in front of kids, talk mm-hmm. to them about scheme and their life, and get a really good understanding of who these guys are, and it's all condensed in for three or four. You know, Maybe it's a week. You don't have to come for the it's whole week. time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. But you can't. You don't want to come and look in the eyes of a young Mark Tauscher, Josh Sitton, uh, offensive lineman, because you don't think those interviews are what it's about. That and the medical. I don't love the fact that Matt Lafleur wants to break down his red zone for one week in March. It needs work. I don't like that. Get there. Get on site. Get your hands in there and get get messy. I, I don't know why this – the league obviously thinks this is a big deal. Surprised the league is kind of endorsing this or letting it go. Mm-hmm. And I wondered the same thing you wondered. 
when it came to, oh, I, I, I said I wanted so and so. You didn't. I wonder where that relationship. I first thing I thought of when I saw the report. Ooh, I don't know what that. What's that relationship look like with uh, Goody and Matt Lafleur? Mm-hmm. That was the first thing that popped into my head. Don't know if there's any validity to it. I, my hunch is there's probably more friction after an eight and nine season than there is when it's thirteen and four. And that again, you want to look into the eyes back to human nature and the league coming at you fast. You don't want to look in the eyes of a young Mark Tauscher and say, "Why would you wear a giant sweatshirt to Lambeau Field for your first day of work?" I mean, what? Why, why would Matt Lafleur not go down there for four or five days? And no, look I at agree. I, I, is he breaking I, down uh, his run pass option game, red zone? I, I don't you realize know. how much uh, time uh, they have to do all this. And there's one week where you can look at what's going to be about 15 percent of your roster, and you don't want to get your, you don't want to get to know and get an understanding and what you think the fit would be. From a personality and from a just person standpoint, I just think more information is always better. Right, and and if you glean it as a coach from getting on the whiteboard with a prospect and he makes a great impression on you, that should matter. There's value in that. So I don't. You're right. I don't understand it. I have not talked to Matt about it. Um, what I is don't, he? What? What? He's breaking down film. Is this Aaron Rodgers? You know what else related? you can do in between meetings down there? Uh, have a Coors Light. No, you already did that. Breakdown film. I know, but you can. You can also do that. I don't know. But you can break down film. What, you, Jason, yes. you being an insider, what is that relationship with Goody and Matt LaFleur? Is it good? Is I, it worse I don't than know. it was? I don't I uh, Here's the, here's, here's my suspicion. suspicion. I don't have a clue. I don't know. Hell, I don't know. Jason's four. Let me get back to you. I got a guy on the line looking for some white walls. Well, I am not going to pretend I know something that I don't, which a lot of people in this business you choose to do. You have a hunch. Do. You got a hunch. Right, which I was about to give before, uh-huh. uh, before well, I got I the... I don't know. Oh, that's a great answer. <laughs> All right, what's your My hunch? Inclin- <laughs> My inclination is that Goody doesn't pay much mind to Matt LaFleur's input when it comes to personnel. I think he paid some mind to Rich Basaccia, but I and I think that he paid some mind to Matt LaFleur when they drafted Josiah DeGuara because he was very close with the offensive coordinator and tight ends coach at Cincinnati under Luke Fickle, and that was his guy. But generally speaking, I don't think he's got a lot of input, or I don't think the personnel staff cares a lot about the coaching staff's input. So I don't Ooh, think this is problematic for for the, the again. See, Sounds if you nice. want me to give my opinion SG. on things, don't no, do that juicy. after I I'm do not... it. SG, no, it is juicy. That's juicy shut up. <laughs> Joshy. <laughs> we need to get to Woe Joshy. Before we do that, I want to remind you that opening day is right around the corner, as we established earlier in the program on March 35th. 
For those of us that don't use that calendar, it's on April 3rd, and you'll be there if you sign up for Brewers Checking from Associated Bank today or tomorrow. That's it. If you don't get it done by tomorrow, you're not getting two free tickets to opening day from our friends at Associated Bank. What you are getting, no matter when you make the switch to Associated Bank, is best-in-class customer service. They've got all the awards to prove it, and they've got great perks that come with all of their various team checking accounts. Packers checking, Badgers checking, Brewers checking. They all come with great perks, and they all come with great customer service. Go to AssociatedBank.com to find out more. Whoa, Joshy is next. It's Wilde and Tausch. You're listening to Wilde and Tausch on 94.5 ESPN. Missed any of the show? Find us on Wisconsin On Demand wherever you get your podcasts. It's free, it's everywhere, and it's for you. Josh DiMaggio is our cousin sub of the day. Cousin subs, we believe in better. Josh, he's done well, man. Fun. Big cat. Thanks, Tosh. And if you... BC. You're really really on a roll since the last segment. Um, And if you need to be helped out of a parking spot, Josh is your guy. If you missed that conversation, that was fun. I mean, not for you to be left behind. With a stuck car, but the story with that was—that was a top-level story. You can find it on Wisconsin on demand, presented by Group Offices. One call. That's all. Time now for whoa, Joshy. If the topic is good, the guys discuss. Just the other morning, I had breakfast at Tracy Rucker's house. His mama brought out 15 flapjacks. He said, Mama, take back five of them flapjacks. I gotta stay hungry for the Crimson Tide. But if it's not, the show must go on. It's time for. Whoa, Nelly! On Wildey and Tausch. All right. In the past, I've used this uh, platform here of Whoa, Nelly to talk about some personal questions. Uh, Jason, you helped me previously with some birthday gifts for my girlfriend. Well, today is our one year anniversary of dating. Ooh. And, wow. and yeah. I Big Cat. I planned oh. now we you have to feline. <laughs> yeah. We have to run this through the filter of uh, both of us got the flu the past week. Uh my girlfriend's is lagging behind mine, so she's more sick now as I'm improving. Um But I hadn't planned to do anything big or special. I did get gifts. There were a couple things. Uh, Did I err in not planning like a big dinner for this? Mind you, we just had Valentine's Day. We wouldn't be able to do it, right? Right. We wouldn't be going out for dinner tonight. No, that is not not on the table regardless. But I hadn't planned to either way uh, because it didn't feel as significant as like a uh, a marriage anniversary of any sense but it did feel big enough to do presents and spend time together obviously do i need to plan a iou for this and just pretend like i had thought of this the whole time or how do i approach this specific portion i assume she's not listening i'm I'm gonna cede my time to jason because for as much as i give you grief your gift giving and thoughtfulness is first rate. Mm-hmm. Mine is not. I go to Chalmers Jewelers. Boom, that's it. Jason, what do you do? <laughs> Through the help of Jason and uh, Greg Scalzo, I have gotten better. Like I'm very confident in the the gift I have uh, because 
Ooh. Because of Greg and Jason giving me tips on how to pay attention, uh, it's a thing that I, I've been indicated that she might want. Uh, okay. But that the gift giving I'm cool on. It's the making the moment big enough and the day's moment, the 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 Valentine's Day, the birthdays, and all those big enough. I don't know if I'm doing well there. Big Cat, uh, uh, so when you're listening to Jason and Scouse tell you that, did you notice it? And then do you write down a note? Like if you're, it's easy if you're walking by and there's like a stool that you say, oh, that stool would really look good in our uh, apartment. Oh, okay, great. Or what is it that you noticed or picked up on other than getting a bunch of salt so you can get your car out of the parking lot quicker? So what what Jenny I litter. what I started doing is I have a now it's a, a year a year round list which I have expanded now to like family members and friends even where whenever something gets mentioned no matter how offhand and I think wow that could be something they would like uh, I just pay more attention and document it instead of just being like oh I'll remember that in six months I'm never yeah, going to remember that is. yeah so I just have a it's in my notes app. And I just add to it consistently. So it's constantly rotating. And even where this was something that I was thinking about for Christmas, but I got enough before that. So it's just, well, let's just keep rolling down the list. That's kind of how I, I've done it. Um, my heart is full. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so happy right now. Uh, I, I think you've done enough. Like, are you going to have dinner or something when she... First of all, you're going to postpone it because she uh-huh. would like to be able to enjoy dinner with her love. Uh, but I think you've done I think you've done sufficiently well, especially if you feel this good about your gift. By the way, just got... Uh, we went to Madison. I brought this with me thinking I might see Tausch, and I didn't. I have Tausch's Christmas present. Wow. And Jesse's, and Paula said, you know, it's February, right? <laughs> And I said, well, that's just because the calendar sucks yeah. and it really needs to be renovated. Uh, but I didn't end up seeing him. I thought we were both going to be at the same gymnastics meet. I was off on my timing. But I really, really, really like what I got him for Christmas. And no, that's okay. Oh. It's okay that you didn't get me anything. That's fine. I can tell from your face. You're very you have concerned. no idea if I got you anything. <laughs> I just don't talk like you do. Uh, last year, I got a uh, Tito's vodka sweater that was two sizes too small. <laughs> from Tausch. That ain't on me, by the way. That ain't on me. That it was. Sometimes. And then I went to LabCorp. Feels like a hint. Um, LabCorp. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, Joshy. Hey, Joshy. Do you remember who was the band that played? Jason, you probably know this even better. Who was the band that played the Super Bowl? The Packers' big win versus Pittsburgh. Do you remember the halftime show? Uh, yes, it was the Black Eyed Peas. Oh, oh that's interesting. The Black Eyed oh. Peas can sing us a tune, but the oh, Chickpeas no. can only hum us one. That's not as bad as I feared. The first, the, the earlier one today, I still don't know why you subjected us to that. Like you knew how bad it was, and you just wanted us all to yeah. endure it together. That was that was. That's that was not bad. Pain. That was not bad. That's pretty good. Well, yeah, I like I brought it around, so it was actually topical. Oh, yeah. And not yeah. just yeah. reading it. Was, it well, the it one really sentence. Topical. Yeah, yeah the, who is the point <laughs> of Shoe, Shoehorn the topic into the conversation <laughs> to make it topical. 
Nice uh, work. Yeah. We did talk a little bit about uh, Fran McCaffrey. Uh, we didn't really get to dive into it. What was your guys' thoughts regarding his stare down of the referee? Because I saw some people saying like they loved it, they thought it was hilarious, and then some people had were kind of outraged by it. I do feel like it was weird uh, and like something you can't do as a as a coach. Like there seems like that's an objectionable offense, but yeah. I don't know how you guys received that. Yeah, he should have been teed up, and they shouldn't have had their comeback. Should have been stuffed Correct. against Michigan State because he is a total jaywad. He can't control his emotions. This isn't the Bobby Knight nineteen. He's no Bobby Knight. He's an average coach that I don't know what his big allure is. They don't uh, Derek and Benny Brust and oh. all these anti Iowans. They're just they're they're bleh. they're a mediocre operation. Uh, I don't know the big draw to him. But what he did, it's just he can't control himself. I don't want that guy coaching my kid. I don't want any part of that guy coaching anything. Uh, kudos to Iowa. They won as a great win. That ref should have, instead of staring him down, teed him up and drummed him. Right. But the second tee. That's one of these yep. one-motion tee drum. Tee drum. Not even like a tee. Drum him. And then what the hell is this guy doing? What do you think he's intimidating the official? I would be I really think I need to be an official. I would go completely oppo. You intimidate try to intimidate me, I'll intimidate you and I'll throw you out. I want to be I think maybe I need to become an official. The new Borowski. I was gonna say, you're gonna you sounds like you turn into a problem. No. No, I'm not a problem if you ain't a problem. <laughs> I ain't a problem if you ain't a problem. Uh, I saw a few people tweeting about this in the aftermath of it, that that you do get ejected for that type of behavior in the NBA, which is a professional league. So I agree with what Tausch said there. I don't – boy, Iowans are really defensive about him too, and I don't understand it. Like, he doesn't he doesn't yeah, have the resume that would in- – uh, Boy, but they are full-throated in their support of him. Like it's almost like they think we can't get anybody better, so we have to be nice to this guy who's a what'd you call it? J Wad? J Wad. Yeah. Very fair. Total J Wad. Uh that's it for Woe Joshi. We'll wrap things up with about thirty seconds to spare. Next, it's Wildean Tausch. This is Wildey and Tausch on 94.5 ESPN. Sponsored by American Family Insurance. Insure carefully, dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at amfam.com. So, Tausch, I considered driving today after the show to Indianapolis because Goody is talking tomorrow, and he did not, after he was uh, expected to be, uh, he did not talk before leaving. Remember I said last week that there was some talk about him talking. Yeah, I thought you guys were meeting on Friday and yeah. having a nice discussion. That did not, he changed his mind and decided he's going to do it all Goodster. in Indy, left left Goodster. me out in the cold. I wonder if Mark Murphy told him to. Um, so I'm not going to, and that's good because the roads are apparently very dangerous right now up here. 
I had trouble getting out of town. But well, was school canceled you... for you or not? No, probably should have been, but it wasn't. So I'll be driving on those roads to go get the girls a little bit later this morning or this afternoon. Um, but I am curious, and and we'll give this some thought, and we'll put it as a preemptive question on social media. What non Aaron Rodgers related questions need to be asked Ooh, to Goody? Great question. I know what I'm most interested in. All right. Well, write it down so you remember for tomorrow. <laughs> no, I'll think about it. And I'll say, what did you guys remember what we talked about? Oh, okay. No, I know what I want. All right, quickly. I what do you want to ask him? Tease it to us. What are you going to ask him? What? No, I can't even tease it. It's it's a O-line question. That would be it, and that obviously shouldn't surprise anybody. All right. Tune in tomorrow. We'll have our questions. We'll even see if maybe we can get them asked, even though Tausch and I aren't there in Indianapolis for us. That'll do it for us today. Thanks for coming along for the ride. Have a great day. Be careful about your team's ownership stakes. Take care. Be good.